Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Healing for Your Soul Ministries and Get Your Life Back, Inspirational Life Coaching. And I am your host, Cheryl Y. Howard. And, you know, I wear many hats. I don't want to go through all of them, but I just thank God for being a vessel and being an instrument to help serve his people. And I'm excited today because... First of all, we're going to talk about something that's very, very needed in the body of Christ. And I thank God that today we have expanded ministry to incorporate counseling and therapy um, and social work because the church has always been those things before there was a formal institution of, you know, those type of places that people can go to to get help. So today I have with me on Tea with Jesus, uh, my guest, Apostle D.L. Wilson. I'm so glad you are here. Amen. <laughs> so I'm going to read a little bit about um, just a small bio about um, who he is, what he does. Um, so Apostle Dale Wilson, Dr. Wilson, has a doctorate of ministry with a focus in pastoral counseling. And that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to have him on this broadcast, because I'm a pastoral counselor as well. He is the pastor of Kingdom Harvest International in Norfolk, Virginia, along with his wife, co-pastor Cynthia Wilson who is also, uh, I can tell by her profile and the things I read about her that she's dynamic in God <laughs> with the gift of prophecy. <laughs> and so I'm so happy. Maybe one day I can have her on here as well. Apostle, we are living in a time when uh, mental health is like an epidemic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. like an epidemic. And I thank God that the church is responding as well because I know it's important for us, you know, we bring a holistic approach, the spiritual, the mental, the physical wellness that we need because God created us with the mind, spirit, body, and soul. And so we don't dress all the issues, especially the spiritual part of us, then we still walking around not being whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, in order for us to get that, those are the, 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 the elements uh, that needs to be addressed uh, these days because a lot of people uh, dress up the outside. Right. Uh, and right. the inside is, is, is tore up. Yes. And, and unless we can get the inside straight, we're going to continue to be able to deal with all of these uh, different type of problems. And what we see in the church Right. Today, it is an extension of what people is dealing with internally. Exactly. And those are the issues that are not being addressed. It's all about money and how you get a houseboat car and all these other right. things without dealing with the internal perspective of an individual life because it is the, the spirit and the holisticness of the individual that will help them to be better. And the more they get healed internally, the better they'll be and be able to be a more productive citizen, a better productive uh, Christian, yes. you know, Everything. and just be better productive, period. Exactly. And I often tell um, a lot of people that I work with that a lot of times, or most of the times, our activities and our behaviors are symptoms of whether of our trauma or things that we haven't dealt with, like you mentioned on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I'm writing a book now. I'm not finished with it yet, but it's called Leader Be Healed. Because like you said, there's a lot of us, 
you know, we, we preach and talk about a lot of other external things, but we don't deal with the internal man, like what's going on in the inside. And so I've seen, I know you have witnessed, uh, the reason why I wanted to write the book, because there's a lot of leaders that are operating from a hurt place, like a place of oh, yeah. pain. And they come across the pulpit or places angry and, and cracking the whip. And a lot of times that's just a reflection, like as you said, of something that's going on the inside, whether it's unforgiveness, mm-hmm. unhealed places, and they negatively infect people that they're supposed to be pouring out to. They're actually right. putting more trauma on top of other people's trauma. Exactly. <laughs> Have you witnessed that? Yeah, and, and you know uh, what happens is is that uh, you end up preaching out of uh, your own hurt. Yes. Uh, instead of you getting healed, you want to smooth it over, right? Push it to the corner, right? Whatever. Uh, and and what happens is, instead of you ministering to people, uh, you become bashing them. Yes. Uh, and so <laughs> you whipping people that you ought to be ministering to, and it is our own reflection of what has happened to you, right? That that you never got healed from. Exactly. Exactly. And, and so. Uh, and none of us are exempt from experiencing brokenness, especially when you get to leadership. That's right. You're more vulnerable right. to being hurt. That's a good you know? point. And yes. so, in essence, you become the wounded healer. <laughs> yes. You're trying to help folks to get healed, and you wounded yourself. Exactly. And at some point in time, you got to get that straight, or you're not going to be as effective as you want to be. That's right. And I can tell you, myself, I've I've experienced it because I went through that stage when things were going and I became bitter. Right. Angry. And I'm preaching and uh, I'm I'm, I'm starting off, I'm giving a nice text. Uh And then I go to fussing. Come on. Yes. Tell the truth. Yes. Yes. And, you you know, my wife said, well, the people didn't come here to get beat up on. (laughs) <laughs> and but I was preaching out of my own bitterness and own angriness. Wow. And until you get healed from that, it'll affect you big time. Exactly. So self-awareness is definitely powerful and definitely key. As you was talking, I was thinking about I know a lot of times it was because of the old church, I'll say, or the ignorance that a lot of us have. We didn't know any better. People didn't feel free enough to talk about those places because we had this, we put leaders on a pedestal or not even leaders, just Christians. You, you couldn't walk around saying, I'm hurt, I'm angry, I got unforgiveness, I'm struggling with different areas, or I'm dealing with mental illness because it was like taboo, or you had those who were self-righteous or judgmental, and they go around mm-hmm. saying, well, Christians don't get sick, and they don't get depressed, and they don't get mental illness. I don't know where they got that from, Apostle. But it. it's, it's <laughs> ignorance. We didn't know better, so I don't want to try not to be negative on them, but we're more educated today. But it's like, that's why a lot of us are preaching, like you said, from that hurt place. We don't have a safe space where we can vent and share those things without being condemned or, or judged and, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so the thing about it is every leader got to have somebody that they can go to, uh, that they can trust to share uh, right. and open up with. Uh, so they can get this uh, out of them right? because it, it doesn't get any better, you know, and you can hear, and, and I've been teaching over that for about the last, you know, several, four or five uh-huh. months about the heart yes. and unforgiveness. 
Yeah. So you got a lot of people that's preaching, singing, dancing, doing all these things, but got unforgiveness in their heart, and and it shows. Right. You know, it 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 comes out because at some point it's gonna come out. That's right. That's and right. So, uh, you got to have somebody that 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 you feel comfortable with, that you can come and share, and let them give you uh, some kind of uh, coaching, counseling, or something right. to get you through that, so you can get you back on the right track. Exactly. So you can go ahead and and blossom to your fullness. There you go. And you know, and I at first it was new to me when I had joined a, a, a um, large church in New York. Um, it, which was an awesome, awesome body. It's the first time I learned about how some churches give psychological type of evaluations to leaders. But it's like now I understand wow. because you never know what people are going through. And I guess that was mm. their way of measuring the mental well-being and emotional well-being of a leader before they, you know, allow them to kind of come on and, you know, minister to the people. And it's like, now I get it. First it was new. Cause you know, I came from a small church. Thank God for humble, awesome beginnings, but right. we didn't, you know, we didn't go through that protocol, but now right. I understand why some churches implement those type of tools like spiritual evaluation or mental or because they need to understand what's going on in the inside and up here. Cause then when they get in the pulpit or somewhere else and you hearing bad reports, you're like, what what's going on here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess the, the thing with that is, is that when you when you become when God start begin to elevate you to any type of leadership form, right? The one thing you're gonna have to realize is that, and I had to learn, is that you're gonna have to learn how to deal with the multiplicity, yes, of mentalities, yes, all uh, different. <laughs> one from another right and so you're going to have to take some type of uh psychology so it can help you deal with you know the signs and symptoms exactly of these things when they come up right that's right that's right so i wanted to ask um i want to talk about the benefits of pastoral counseling or counseling or therapy within the body of christ how because you do this work as well, inside and outside of the church. How beneficial has it been to the body as a whole you know, and locally from your experience? It's, 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 I think it's, it's uh, a great benefit to the degree that when people start sharing and, and opening up, what a sigh of relief that I can see on people's faces when they're finally being able to get this out yes. or get this off of them. Right. Uh, sometimes it's things they've been carrying from years or they didn't feel comfortable uh, talking with somebody and they've taken all this luggage, all of yeah. this weight right. around with them, which really weighs them down. I mean, that's just like oh, yeah. when a firefighter put on their gear, they got, they got about 50 pounds or something. That's right. Of them that they're carrying around. Right. And sometimes saints are like that. And I think the dangerous part about it is that sometimes they can get so comfortable with that is mm. that they can go to they can come to a good worship service, hear a good word and enjoy themselves. But when they leave, they're taking that luggage with them. Wow. You just touched they, on something. They, <laughs> that's the that's they, the truth. Can't around they that, take that with them now. Right. 
right. they're comfortable with it. Exactly, it become a comfort thing. They familiar yeah, so with I'm, it. So we trying to get them to let let leave that leave that at the altar. Leave that there. Yes. That's no good for you. That's exactly. been wearing you down all this time. <laughs> Free yourself and go on and leave this here and don't worry about it no more. Right, and and that needs to be taught. And um and I get now why. While the older saints, you know, growing up in church used to say, leave it at the door, leave all your burdens at the door. Of course, that's a process because it's not easy. It's easier said than done. But just getting it in right. people's mind about Jesus, because, I, you know, he's our example. The Bible says he's counselor. He's counselor. And so right. I want, you know, I love to help people to get to see the counselor side of Jesus or the counseling attribute that God has, not just mm -hmm. God who sits up like, like he's in are unavailable and inaccessible. And it's like, no, he has a count that's a counselor in him. And he's right, given us right. these gifts and these these abilities to, you know, we, you know, we like co-creators. He is the creator, but he gives us gifts and skills and everything so we can help serve the body and um the community as well. And so um when people can get to see the church again as that that um another instrument or another, it's a human service place. Come and bring your cares, cast your cares upon me because I care for, that's what Jesus said. You know, when we learn to do that, I just told somebody that the other day that you have to see God as someone who loves you. You have to see Jesus as that counselor. He's that high priest who was touched by the feeling of our infirmities. So he mm -hmm. know what, it, what we struggle with because he dwelt among us. I ain't trying to get on my loop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but listen. He, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, and, and with that being said, and it's been pressed on me, so I'm actually, it's probably this year that I'm going to go start probably setting up some evening time, uh, hours, awesome. you know, maybe about three days a week that okay. I'll be there that people can set up some time where they can just come and we can talk and, and do that. So that's been kind of pressed uh, on me. So I think it's in this year, you know, with the next month, with the next couple of months or so, right. I, I'll be setting that up, you know, maybe three times a week. I'll right. be there. I'll be there for this amount of hours, maybe about three hours from a certain window of time in the evening. I'll okay. be there if you need, if you want to set some up, come by, we can talk and, right. you know, begin to help uh, because it's so vital and needed right now. Exactly. More so than ever uh, before. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and within the body of Christ, as you're seeing this, it's, it's, it's being, uh, it's, it's phenomenal because people are not being able to deal with uh, the challenges or, or the circumstances or things that are right. coming up. And so we can provide uh, a better way of channeling what you're doing because we, there's, there's no way we can really stop stress but we can channel it right so it don't so it don't have as great an effect exactly. on our lives and or we can't uh prevent the unexpected but there's a way to channel those things exactly. when they do come so the impact that it normally would have right we lessen it by channeling it through a different way Absolutely, absolutely. They're definitely gonna be dealing with the mindset and the emotions and all that and all of that stuff. Um, I did already ask about the effectiveness of Congress, but I want to know more about the work you do because you, you know, you do counseling with inside the church and outside of the church. What type of counseling you do outside of the um, local church? Well, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Norfolk uh, police and fire rescue chaplain. Okay. So yeah, so when we in the police department when they have 
some different cases that come like uh it was one case we had last year that it was a it was a car crash and wow. all the four people that was in it uh was was burned beyond recognition so all of those each one of them had to come to the precinct wow so they can let them know that you, you know your loved one has passed and the only way we can identify them totally is we, they had to take a dna from the parents we wow. was there for to help provide counseling for okay. them right you know and whatever state that they may uh need it at that time and we also uh if there's an officer that feel comfortable with us right. we provide counseling for the officers because you know of the trauma and everything right. they're up that can mess with your psyche exactly especially when you got to shoot somebody or you see some tragic things happen so that that level of counseling yes uh uh helps deal with that you know right so that is that that is a major a part and just dealing with young people as well right you know, helping uh to deal with them and the parents uh i love it you know that's that's my god habitation. bless you god bless you <laughs> <laughs> you know i that's my habitation i thrive in that right and and uh and so i can do that all day you know uh just sit and talk i can do that all day right but uh and, but you gotta have the Lord has definitely have the grace for you to be able to do it. You got that uh, right. <laughs> I don't ever tell people to me, I don't have the patience for that. You need to talk to him. I don't have the patience for all that. Exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you, I shied away from because that's like first responder stuff, triage and ah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've dealt with mental stuff like in crisis. I'm always on 24 hour crisis when it comes to right. the mental emotional relationship. Oh, yeah. parents, I do parent coaching too, where sometimes parents are going back, they add it back and forth. They don't know how to come to it. They don't know how to self-regulate emotionally. And so the children are seeing, I've done that, but right. stuff you see physically, I already know. I think right. I'm graced to do it, but I just, it's just, I'm emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I could, because there's certain situations that I, I realized, God, I was just there. And for that moment, there was no second guess. It just, I had to be used. You understand? So you, right. I, I'll perform, but I wouldn't run to that. Let's put it that right. way. I wouldn't volunteer. Oh, Sign me up for yes. first response. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You definitely got to be grace with it to, to yes. be able to deal with that stuff. <laughs> really. Yes. Yeah, it's, but you it's know, really, so, so. it's awesome now because we, you know, you and I have the training, but also the other thing I want to talk about is so great now that a lot of leadership now within the body of Christ are trained as psychologists. We have on ministerial staff. Um, psychologists, therapists, psychiatrists, um, yeah. social workers, and it's right. so great to have that dual dual um, title. You know, when you ministry, but also you can you're better equipped to deal with people when it comes to like the mental, not even just mental relationship issues. You know, you got people that specialize in relationship counseling and family right. dynamics and group dynamics. Like that stuff is so important. I think that every leader. Not necessarily have to go as deep as training like that, but I mean, you should learn basic things like group dynamics because you're always dealing with groups a lot of times mm -hmm. and some form of counseling where you learn, I guess, the communication skill because that's the thing that, you know, we learn yeah. a lot. Being a yeah. good communicator with the listening and the processing and the going beyond and like developing that skill because as a preacher or leader or whoever, um, any of the ministries in church, um, that's something that's important. If any, mm -hmm. even if you were usher, 
<laughs> learning how to deal with people, being sensitive. Yes, you got to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. You, you better learn how to deal with them. Right. You're going right. to rough folk out if you don't know how to talk to them. Exactly. And then the self-regulation, emotional regulation, like knowing where you are. Because mm -hmm. that's the one thing I tell people, because I'm in a certain position or I have a title or whatever, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean I'm, like you said, exempt from things. I've just learned how to manage my emotions right. where I can compartmentalize things and not bring them to you. And then of course my faith, you know, I right. can give a lot of things to God because I can't go into people, deal with people or counsel people, or coach with me wearing my heart on my sleeve. So that's right. something I know. And a lot of people, it, to me, again, self-awareness. If you know some things about yourself, that's something we can give to God. God, help me in this because I know I'm gifted at helping people, but I know mm -hmm. I need to deal with this area because what happened is, and I talk to a lot of leaders who are gifted apostles, they're anointed, but sometimes when they counsel or try to teach, they're very harsh. You know, mm -hmm. like, again, you start seeing things and they're not aware. And sometimes I bring it to their attention it's your approach. You got to right. deal with what's, what's allowing you to maybe approach people a certain way because you can see that they're definitely gifted. They can do a whole lot, but they got to deal with all of that. They got to find out what the root of that is. Yeah, but you know, the, the Lord has, I guess, has graced me that when I'm out and about, you know, uh, allow people to run into me and just in conversation, I get to talking. Yes. And before you know, people don't open up and they be like, I don't know why I'm telling you this. I'm like, well, you know, it's it's right. okay. Yeah. You know? But it's it's like they feel comfortable talking and and I find myself, you know, I'm sharing. I'm listening to them and then I'm sharing something. Right. And it is it's helping them just even for those few moments. Yes. It's feel like that was a sigh of relief. Uh right there. You know, it was like right. a, a thirsty soul getting a cold glass of water. Exactly. It, it really, it really just cooled them out. It refreshed them. Right. And uh, and, and and it was, it was in such a calm way mm -hmm. uh, that it it brought some type of 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 healing balm. Right. To them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you just mentioned something. You you know, uh, today again, what I see more of is we learning as leaders to become more transparent and have authenticity with people, so they can kind of relate. They understand mm -hmm. that, again, we broken, we go through stuff, and people need to know that. They need to feel that, and they feel comfortable talking to you because you're not, you know, saying that, you know, you don't have any problems and you got everything under control all of the time. Right. <laughs> you know, you let them yeah. know that you've been through some things, and that's why testimonials is so and, and awesome. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No, no yeah. doubt, man. Folks, folks say, if you think it's a fairy tale book, then you ain't wrote, you haven't read the whole book. <laughs> exactly. I remember hearing T.D. Jake say, y'all need to turn them soap operas off and get in this book. There's some stuff in this book. I said, I know oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's some stuff in the Ooh, book. Man. Everything you want, everything you can imagine is in the <laughs> book. Exactly. Exactly. You know, but I just thank God for the comfort, you know, that the, the body is, is bringing more people in other ways that we can serve. And mm -hmm. so that's why I thought it'd be so important to talk about counseling. And I would admonish anybody who's listening and watching that, you know, and if you're a leader, if you're part of the ministry of a church, and that's an area that you can think about expanding if you don't already have that, even with stuff like marriage ministry, a place that couples can come to and talk about things with other couples, because all of all of these different ministries that's under the uh, human services or counseling, they fortify our relationships, our ministry. You know, people can feel like 
I can go to church and, and if I have this issue, I can deal with this because a lot of times, and I know I'm going to touch the touch, I'm going to hit a touchy area is a lot of times um, professionals outside of the church that are not maybe believers. A lot of times their agenda is just to push medication on you. You know, they don't deal with the spirit, the spiritual part of us. You know what I'm saying? They're not equipped. We talk about it. I remember in grad school, we talked about how it's important, but at the same time, when it comes to applying and practicing it, sometimes that it becomes a barrier where you can't even go. Some things you feel like you're not even allowed to do, but the church can play a, you know, play a role in dealing with that spiritual man because you need that. So I would tell anybody, because sometimes we have spiritual sickness, spiritual issues is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, you you know, and uh, that was that is a touchy area, and I, I I'm gonna leave it, I'm gonna leave that wound open for one more minute, a few more minutes before we share it. Yes. Uh, you're right. They push medication, and and the dollar sign. You know. Right. That, that's what it's about. So my thing is, is that here's a here's a person you he he's he he can't deal with your spirituality, so he's gonna give you medicine which in turn is not going to fix it. No. Uh, it's, it's just going to uh, numb it in a sense for a little while right. until you need another batch. Exactly. You know, and when you finish that batch, then you need another batch. Right. And then you need another visit. <laughs> right. And you need to pay some more money. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, and I understand, you know, they went to school, got degrees, and you, you know, you're the pale. But my thing, if you're going to pay, why don't you pay somebody that can help get you some spiritual healing right as well right and find out what is the root problem right that's causing this if exactly. you're going to bless somebody bless somebody in the kingdom you don't take it outside right and they can help give you the missing piece because you can get all the medicine you want to if you don't get some spiritual healing you'll never get free from your medicine exactly I'm not saying that you some people don't need it, but right. the better, the more here you become spiritually, the more you can get off that medicine. Exactly. Right. Right. And so I thank God for the position of, you know, me working with people because like you said, some people may need that immediate medicine just to bring them to a place of calm or something. But how I empower my clients mm -hmm. is that I tell them, first of all, understand the side effects of the meds and everything. Do your own research, but also ask your doctor or your psychiatrist you know, talk to them about short-term um, medicine. It was a name I was looking for, but it left me. But but like a short run of meds, because you want, you want, I think they should tell them, or what I tell my clients is that you want to tell your doctor that you don't want to be on this for the rest of your life. You want to also use other interventions that mm. can help you deal with stuff. And I'm talking about um, diagnosis that's not so extreme. I understand people who got maybe schizophrenia or something that's more extreme. They may need to be on meds for a longer time, but also there's a lot of other interventions that people can use. But I have clients who just have mm -hmm. issues with anxiety and coping with stuff that a lot of us cope with all day and we, we get right. through it. But some people, because of their mindset or what they've been through or what their body, their nervous system is already patterned, you know, to worry about a lot of things, simple stuff like that. You don't need to be on medicine the rest of your life. And I, and I, <laughs> it's so interesting. I'm thinking of a client in mind when I do the breathing exercises with him because he gets um, stirred up about things pretty quickly. And I kind of say, when I talk with him and he calms down and I taught him about how to become emotionally regulated, how to get your mind on something else to distract the thought that's causing the anxiety. 
after about five minutes, he's like, you know, I feel good now. I said, mm-hmm. see, God has given us, we forgot the, our own natural ability to learn how to cope and deal with stuff. It's like we get mm-hmm. so conditioned and used to, I got to get my med, I got to get my med. We don't even, first of all, like this, we don't even allow God to come in and help calm us down. We don't allow ourselves to pray, meditate on the word, read some scriptures, and just sit calmly and think about, you know, or we or do the breathing exercises. If we can take five minutes to do that, and as I always educate people, the same effect that deep breathing has on your brain is the same effect you may get with maybe smoking some kind of drug or something for that quick moment. When the oxygen goes through your brain and it, and it goes through your nervous system, it gives you a natural calming effect. But we so accustomed to meds, that's the thing I'm talking about, till we forgot how to do that. Like you said, it never takes the problem away. And I'm, I'm always like empowering my clients. What if you can't get to the med? Either you're going to go crazy or you're going to learn how to self, look, heal thy physician, mm-hmm. heal thyself. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that. It's like we forgot about that because we live in an addictive society. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. Important, important. So, you know, I always like the self-empowerment because it seems like we just lost our natural mind. We forgot how to deal with stuff. I'm like, wow, our ancestors went through a whole lot. Baby snatched from them and all kinds of stuff. People sent to different plantations and they had yeah. to live through that stuff. Um, and it's like, we have, it's simple things that today I notice people can't deal with. It's like stuff that seemed minute. It's like, wow. It, to me, that's an epidemic when you can't cope with certain things. That's, mm-hmm. That was normal stuff that people deal with. Now, I understand that right. people got trauma and some deep, deep issues, but I'm just, I just see this, it's just a pattern now, and it's scary. And so I have mm-hmm. to pray. Um, <laughs> so when I go to people like, Lord, please don't let that rub off for me. I pray for myself. I'm human. Right. I pray for myself. Right. I do my own deep breathing. I do my own work before mm-hmm. I meet with clients because I don't know what space they're in. And that's right. another thing, dealing with the counseling, us taking care of ourselves, the self-care. Right, right, absolutely. We got to make sure that we we're in a good place so we can be uh, effective to those who are going to be brought into our lives or right. uh, we're going to run into, so we can uh, effectively be able to spiritually uh, prescribe the right prescription exactly to them exactly. You know, so they don't get no alert, uh, allergic reactions. So we want to make right. sure we prescribe properly. <laughs> right. So I'm yeah. going to ask you this, Dr. Wilson. What do you do for self-care as a leader? Because that's so important. You're serving in a lot of capacities. What do you do for self-care? Well, you know, <laughs> well, well, uh, of course, you know, of course I pray, and, you know, and I like to read. I read a lot, okay. you know, and, and then I, I can bounce things off of some other people, you know. There you go. Uh, that 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 I know, uh, some people that's 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 way old and way seasoned into the area uh, right. that I can talk to. So you know, I can always bounce some things right. uh, off them, or or you know, exercise or okay, you know, that's something good. like that. You know, go sit by the water or something. Okay. So, you know, you always got to have something that you can that you can de-stress or, you know, keep yourself at a good place. Right. So you can be, I like to say, uh, uh, lubricated. So right. you can flow like you need to. So you got a water in the beach. I'm jealous. 
I think I would be at the ocean all the time. I love the water and the ocean and everything. But yeah, that's good because yeah. that's important. That's another thing. You know, going back to leaders and um, you know, just learning that self care piece, taking care of ourselves. Sometimes we we neglect that. And and, yeah. I, and I know we have to. That's a whole nother subject. Learning how to delegate and take care of yourself and having that time. And it's awesome yeah. that you have your wife as co pastor to kind of help you with that as well. Big 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 help. Indeed, indeed, yes. it's it's a great blessing. Uh, and as I'm uh, in this year of the comeback, so yes. I'm making this great comeback. <laughs> Coming back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, enthusiastic about that. I did a eulogy today and I was sharing with some people in the repast about the, the comeback and, the, and they just absorbed it so much that they're going to, they said, we're going to be in church tomorrow. You know, <laughs> we want to hear this. We want to hear this. Awesome. Uh, and so that is the piece because sometimes if we go through something, we down too long. It's a struggle to make that bounce back or that exactly. comeback. And so right. sometimes we, talk to people that are in the same way and the thing is is that in spite of what happened you can always make a comeback right exactly that's you right can bounce Amen. back from that you know right uh, the dow jones they might have a a bad day at the closing right. but tomorrow they're looking to bounce back exactly you know that's right so you know so whether it's business whether it's financial uh, whether it's ministry your thing is 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 that even though I've had some badness happen in my life, uh-huh. I can bounce back from it. Exactly. And with yeah. the support. Yeah. Got that support. The, the body yeah. I can bounce yep. back from with 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 zeal and and, and determination. Right. You know, uh, and Absolutely. good guidance. Yeah. I can make a good comeback. Absolutely. So. Encouragement, inspiration, motivation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring back that sense of hope, that sense of yeah. peace. Yeah. And those are the things we're talking about spiritually, because Absolutely. you have to have hope and peace within yourself. Mm -hmm. And you have to have love, self-love before you can be good or effective with anybody else. And so that's one of the benefits of, you know, counseling in the kingdom. And I, and I, I just pray that, it can, and I know it will, it's continued to expand. A lot of people uh, feel okay now. There's no more too many, it's not too much stigma now on counseling. Because a lot of times when people hear the word counseling, they only think of, mental illness or sickness or disorder, right. not relationship right. problems or parental problems or, or a person can deal with an existential crisis where they just feel stuck. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. They don't know their purpose. And that's something that we can kind of help them with, you know, um, with inside the body of Christ. So it's so many different areas as a person that, you know, aspects of our lives that the church can really help with now that we have allowed, you know, all these other disciplines you know, within the body. So I'm so, so happy about that. Because I, I know a lot of people where well, I'm happy getting help now from people in the church, like with their marriage. I know people who's a, a, on the brink of divorce. And I know you counsel a lot of couples. And because now they have this ministry, counseling ministry within the church, they're able to get help. And it has actually saved their marriage. Like they're working on things because the person has mm -hmm. given them tools that they can use, you know, to help their marriage. So yeah, you know what? Just before we wrap up, it's two things that I I, I always say that it's vital right. to any great comeback. Oh, you got frozen, but go ahead. It's I two hear you. D. It's the two Ds. There you go. Two Ds. Okay. Discipline. Yes. And determination. All right. Yes. Discipline. 
and determination. You got those two in place. Right. You can make a comeback. That's true. You can make a comeback. I got to discipline myself. Yes. And then I got to be determined. That's a whole nother preachment. Discipline and determination. Yeah. Because my mind is already thinking about different areas that need discipline in our lives. And of course, when yeah, you get yeah. that sense of hope and everything, then you feel like, okay, I can be determined now, you know, and um, have some discipline in my life because the support is there. You know, like yeah. you helping them, the support is there. There's, there's a way out. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. But anyway, Absolutely. this was really, really good. You know, we're going to ha- gotta have some series of other talks. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, because I'm thinking about I gotta let you go so you can go prepare for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And I will get to you soon. I thank you so much, Dr. Wilson, um, for just Let's show for your daughter. Time. I, I, I'm grateful. Yes. I'm really grateful. I'm so, so. glad. So Dr. Yeah, Wilson is like so, my uh, overseer. He's my brother and father in the ministry and everything else. Yes, sir. So I thank Hallelujah. God for the spiritual connection. God always hey, God don't I leave did. you abandoned. God always put people in your life. And that's the thing. When you open yourself up to God, he connects yeah. you with, he knows what you need spiritually yeah. and emotionally and naturally. And I can honestly say, Dr. Wilson, God has always done that for me. Like he never left me abandoned and I, right. I can go on. I'm not even going to go on about that now because I'll get emotional. <laughs> then we'd be up in tongues and then it's be a whole nother broadcast. <laughs> I but am, I, I am, I am grateful uh, for the opportunity to be able to, you know, uh, be that, that 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 spiritual uh, uh, covering father in the gospel, whatever. Right, right. I'm that opportunity uh, to be able to do this, and, and you know I don't take it lightly. And uh, and as I share with people, I say, y'all, the Lord give me spiritual uh, daughters in the faith or whatever, and rich men and God, I was named in different places. So it may not even always be locally, but right. He will connect you. You know, yes. and uh, I am, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm eternally grateful for it. Uh, I don't take it lightly and uh, I'm just going to do my level best uh, to be as, as best as I can. Yes. Uh, 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 not that I'm, I'm unflawed, but I'm going to try to be the best I can. I'm unflawed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank, thank God. Thank God for your time. Thank God for your everything, you know, everything you're doing in the kingdom. I thank God for being a partner with you and you being in my life and everything. And God is so good. So I'm excited about that. And I thank everybody for tuning in, for watching. If you want to connect with Dr. Wilson, he's in Norfolk, Virginia. He's at our Kingdom Harvest International. It was intentional. When you mentioned helping people all over, I'm like, yeah, there was a reason why it's called international. <laughs> And, and it's going to be begin to manifest this year, the more. That's right. Yeah. Amen. The more. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I'm going to be spreading my wings, going, to, I'm going to be coming up to Richmond. I'm going okay. to Georgia. I'm going to be going to do some different places. Awesome. Uh, because that is, uh, he's given me all these spiritual sons and daughters for reasons. Right. Exactly. And I, and I want to be able to fulfill that and impart their lives and right. uh, on the glory of and support. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and if you want to connect with me, you can go to bit.ly forward slash healing for your soul ministries. Dr. Wilson, the website of your church is Kingdom Harvest International. What is it again? The web website? Yes. 
we're working on it, but okay, it's, it's on uh, Kingdom Harvest uh, International Ministries. Yeah, that's right. Kingdom Harvest International Ministries. I left out that part. That's right. Yes. Um, if you yeah. want to follow, we're we working on doing a, a different website. Uh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And you guys know that do follow me. I'm a certified life purpose coach and I'm a pastoral counselor. So at Healing for Your Soul Ministries, I provide pastoral counseling just for donations only. It's free. I just received donations to kind of help me stay on the internet and do the virtual sessions. But I'm also a certified life purpose coach as well. And I'm Christian based. And so everything, talking about discipline, but, but spiritual disciplines is part of the interventions that I use. And I thank God. And if you are in the Norfolk area, know that Dr. Will does pastoral counseling too as well um and so we're just happy about serving in the kingdom but anyway i'm going to go <laughs> thank you for tuning in thank you for watching leave your comments on youtube or apple Podcasts or soundcloud wherever you tune in from this will be audio and video and if you have any questions related to the things that we talked about today surely you can definitely leave those commentaries on all of those platforms because this could be this can be a continued conversation. You know, I can do Q&A or something. Who knows? But I just thank God for you tuning in and everybody be blessed. Thank you. Meet you again on the next broadcast.